0: Five, four, three, two, showtime. Welcome to the Empower You radio show. I just want to help. Where we empower you through education. You will believe in yourself. Eric Gann exposes you to the evidence-based truth with balanced clinical practice behind all things leadership, mindset, health, nutrition, and the healthcare profession of athletic training. Today is about the power of you. Here's your host, Eric Gann. Hello everyone, and thank you for tuning in. Today, we will be discussing estrogenics. But before we get started, today's episode is sponsored by the Empower You Business Academy, also known as the EBA. The Empower You Business Academy is helping experienced fitness and healthcare professionals double their revenue online, set up their online operations with ease, and replace in-person clients with online clients no problem empower you business academy is a 12-week online group business coaching program for experienced fitness and healthcare professionals to learn how to successfully attract customers using social media getting their technical operations set up and organized and produce two to five times their revenue using the power of the internet. Listen, you're a PhD at fitness knowledge, but a first grader when it comes to business. No need to be embarrassed. You just never had to learn this area before. And now, you're forced to take everything online. You're feeling a little overwhelmed and confusion of everything you don't know, and it's paralyzing you. It's the truth. Making money is a skill. Making money fast is a skill. Business is a skill. Just like squatting, deadlifting, or kettlebell training, you can't expect to get good at it without learning from the experienced coaches. Empower You Business Academy will help you to thrive instead of just survive. Empower You Business Academy, also known as the EBA, is the solution that will help your business to thrive. Okay, so here are some details on the program. Empower You Business Academy is limited to 10 people. The EBA is a 12-week group coaching program with like-minded professionals that include two group Zoom calls per week, one call dedicated to teaching the weekly course content, and one call dedicated 100% to question and answer. You'll have weekly course materials and modules via Kajabi. Unlimited Slack support in between all of your calls from your coaches, that's me, Eric Gann, and Artemis Cantilides, and your colleagues in the academy. Plus a bonus, an orientation call on May 8th, 2020. Here are some important dates. Deadline to apply, May 12th. Orientation call, May 15th. Program starts, May 18th. And the program concludes on August 7th. You can find more details in the show notes. I will be adding a link to the academy and you can apply there also. So get on it and let Empower You Business Academy help you to thrive instead of just survive okay so let's get into the topic for today estrogenics can and will influence obesity sickness disease and infertility okay now that i've got your attention have you ever heard of estrogenics a good definition from author and researcher anthony g j's book estrogeneration is something that binds or sticks to estrogen receptors in the body. These are false estrogen hormone stimulators. If you've never heard of Dr. J, and I'm not talking old school NBA in the Philadelphia 76ers here, Dr. J earned a BA with double major in biology and theology from Ava Marie University in Naples, Florida, where he researched HIV inhibitors. After college, he continued to work with the virus In the context of Alzheimer's disease for the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Next, Dr. J. earned his Ph.D. in biochemistry from Boston University School of Medicine. BU always has a special place with me. Researching fats, hormones, and cholesterol. Dr. J. is currently at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, researching stem cells, epigenetics, and infrared light. Dr. J is a best-selling author of Estrogeneration. I highly, highly suggest his book. Why are estrogenics bad for us? Well, to keep it simple, overexposure to estrogenics leads to obesity, sickness, and infertility. What are some of the symptoms of excess estrogen, you ask? In women, it can be bloated, puffiness, water retention, abnormal pap smears, heavy bleeding or postmenopausal bleeding, rapid weight gain particularly in the hips and butt, fibroids, endometriosis, mood swings, PMS, depression or just irritability, weepiness sometimes over the smallest things, mini breakdowns and anxiety, migraines or other headaches, insomnia, brain fog, red flush face, and gallbladder problems. In men, it can be gynecomastia, meaning man boobs, weight gain in the belly and breast area, again, bloated, puffiness, water retention, mood swings, yes, weepiness, sometimes over the smallest things, again, mini breakdowns, anxiety, migraines or other headaches, insomnia, brain fog, red flush face, and gallbladder problems. Wow, those are some serious issues and can cause some serious problems. Today, I will be outlining Dr. Anthony J's top 10 list of estrogenics to avoid. Avoiding the list of top 10 will help to decrease exposure to false estrogen hormone stimulators and will help you and your family lead healthier lives. All right, so first up, number one on the list, and these are generally listed to most important to least important, but I would try to just avoid them all and you'll hit it spot on. So number one on the list, phytoestrogens. These are our plant estrogenics. With phytoestrogens, we definitely wanna avoid soy, flax, lavender, and cannabis. Soy seems to be in everything these days. Soy is a top estrogenic, and we should avoid it in all forms. The only time it can be introduced moderately is when it's fermented in like a tofu form, and still we should really limit our exposure to this soy. You can find it in so many places because soy is cheap. It's produced in abundance and again, sold very cheap. So it's used as an additive in so many things. Seriously, take a look at the label of lots of processed foods. You will find soy in many of them, especially so-called healthy foods. I see it a bunch in protein bars. They use soy protein, soy protein isolate. This is a hands down a no go. Just look for anything that has soy and cut it out. Next flax. These days flax seems to be in everything. Also flax is like the next God sent health food. It seems to be in any and every food these days. This is turning into the next soy. It seems like food manufacturers are throwing it in anything just to call their food healthy. Well, everyone should avoid it. No forms are good, just cut it out, okay? Next up, oh, the beloved lavender. Everyone loves to throw lavender to get their relaxation going on. This one was found mainly in soaps and through oil diffusers. It's pretty easy to avoid just read the label and stop using it. Easy. Next up, cannabis. Okay, it's pretty popular these days. Eating and smoking this tends to be the main exposure. So just eliminate the use of cannabis and you're all good. When you look at CBD, it seems that CBD is oil is safe. The CBD is not estrogenic. So you can continue to use your CBD oil If you're using it as a pain reliever or anti-inflammatory substance, then it looks to be cool. I personally use CBD and feel it works great if used as recommended, and also, make sure you're getting the real deal. Alright, next up, number 2 on the list, mycoestrogens. These are fungus estrogenics. Main exposure is through cheap grains, corn, peanuts, coffee, and chocolate. Mycoestrogens are also known as ZEA. I'm not going to produce the, the medical name because I'll just screw it up. So look for the, the acronym ZEA. Mycoestrogen is the fungus estrogenic and tends to be found in grains, but also in corn, peanuts, chocolate, and coffee. You can avoid this by investing in better quality products and make sure they have not been sitting in the store for a long period of time. Products made cheap and in huge amounts have a bigger chance of sitting in dark, damp environments and warehouses and growing fungus. This leads to the growth of the estrogenic fungus. You could also work on limiting your consumption of these foods. I tend not to eat corn or wheat, so for me, I'm good with those. But when it comes to peanuts, I try to buy high-quality organic peanut butter and peanuts. The same goes for chocolate and coffee. My wife Artemis and I like to buy small batch coffee. It's wonderful. Right now, we are really digging Bluebeard Coffee and Groundwork Coffee, both nice small businesses that you can support and help get through this challenging time. Side note, ZEA is monitored and controlled in other countries. For example, Europe's allowable range of ZEA is between 20 and 350 UM kg. In total, 16 countries worldwide have ZEA limits. This comes from estrogeneration. In the US, It's not monitored and controlled. As we work through this, you are going to be just completely floored by how many things the US does not monitor or control when compared to European nations. Next up, number three, atrazine, the herbicide estrogenic. Main exposure is through herbicides and pesticides. This one is short and sweet. Avoid most of, if not all, herbicides products like roundup don't get around it don't ingest it don't let it touch your skin you might well melt away like the wicked witch of the west just kidding but anyways just do your best to avoid many not if not all herbicides and pesticides make sure you wash your fruits and vegetables well or try to purchase some that are organic Especially the ones you eat whole, like grapes, apples, broccoli, lettuce. Side note, here we go. All atrazine is banned for use in Europe. Meanwhile, it's open to any and all use in our great US of A. That's very challenging. Next, we move on to number four, the sunscreen estrogenic. Main exposure? Sunscreen. This is. I'm just going to use the short acronyms, and so I'll try to pronounce them. Benzofenolphenone, BP. Yeah. So I'm keeping it real here. I'm not great at pronouncing some of these medical or these chemical words. So the next one is methyl methylbenzylidene, and you can find it in the short form of four MBC, camphor are all the main uses with sunscreen So our BP and look for BP and 4 MBC in your sunscreen. I personally have super sensitive skin and for many years I've battled with issues related to sunscreen. Man, the sting of putting it on, and the allergic reaction to the chemicals, it really sucks. I just hate it. I'd almost rather have a sunburn than deal with the sting and just the gross uncomfortableness of wearing sunscreen. But I do, and I'll tell you where I've found good ones. Just read the label and look to avoid ingredients that have Phen, P-H-E-N, Benz, B-E-N-Z, and Oxy, O-X-Y your best bet is to use zinc based sunscreen. The best one that i found is through Beauty Counter. They have really good products and I, you'll hear me reference them a few times throughout this episode today. Despite being named Allergen of the Year in 2017, BP remains legal in the US and Europe while 4MBC is banned for use in Europe. In the USA, 4MBC is legal and many corporations own profitable patents on 4MBC formulation. Next up, number 5, triclosan and APEs. These are your soap estrogenics. Main exposure is through soaps. Again, this one is found in most soaps and the main use is to cause a nice soapy suds just read the label and look to avoid apes for men out there i personally use products by urban cowboy and brickel men's products i also really like counterman and men's area of the women's beauty counter that's a brand beauty counter women should also look into beauty counter for products also they're safe clean and very effective side note you guessed it All APEs are banned for use in Europe. Meanwhile, it's open for any use in the USA. Next up is number six, red dye number three and number 40. This is the artificial red food color estrogenic. Main exposure is through pretty much any fake color red. This one is found in most foods with the color red. Pretty obvious, huh? If your food is red, chances are it's red because of red dye number three or red dye number 40. Just read the label and look to avoid red three and red 40. I feel like you can taste this immediately when it's added to your food. It has such a strong chemical taste. I'm telling you, you will notice it if you eat very clean. Most recently, I bought some cheese. You know, those funky little red Baby Bell cheeses? Here, the Red Dye 40 comes in the wax that surrounds the cheese. It was immediate when I took my first bite. A strong chemical taste. Also, look at it in many hard candies and cough drops. I see Red 40 in a really popular cough drop used in one of the settings I used to provide treatment and rehabilitation. The employees can regularly pop five to six of these per show, per night. That could be 20 exposures per night, with a total of 100 over the course of the week. With 480 shows, you do the math on the levels of red dye you're ingesting. Yowzas. Side note, red 3 and 40 are legal for use in Europe and the USA. In Europe, Red 40 must have a label that says, may have adverse effects on activity and attention in children. No warning labels in the U.S. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? Activity and attention levels. So watch out for Red 40. Next up are parabens. This is the fragrance estrogenic. Main exposure is through those wonderful fragrance you're sniffing all day. This one is found in most men's cologne, women's perfumes, and most laundry detergent fragrances. This is why Artemis and I, we don't use any more laundry detergent that has fragrances in it. We use something called Defuncify. It's It's really, really great. Just read the label and look for paraben-free. Personally, I keep with using Brooklyn Grooming for my men's products and Urban Cowboy Official, Brick Owl Products, and Beauty Counter, and also Counterman. Counterman, again, I mentioned that before, is a subdivision of Beauty Counter. These brands keep it real and keep it clean. For women, I think it's just you could just go straight to Beauty Counter, and you're gonna have great products to choose from. Unfortunately, you cannot completely avoid parabens. It seems to be in everything these days. Good thing is that the research shows it to be lower on the list of estrogenics. Just do your best to read labels and limit your exposure. Many times we are breathing these in without even knowing it. Europe has gone ahead and banned several parabens for use in cosmetics. U.S. continues to ignore the warnings and uses them widely. Next up, number eight, BPA, the plastic ingredient estrogenic it's only a water bottle or a simple food container i hear this all the time but exposure to bpas in all plastic is estrogenic and holding you back from having gain and optimize your hormones one of the easiest ways to optimize your hormones is to choose better food and water storage containers over the years Artemis and I have made a strong push to move away from using all plastic to store food and water. Making the simple choice to store food and water in glass or stainless steel can cut your exposure significantly. It kills me every time I see we spend all this money on filtered and clean water and then we'll put them right into a plastic container. And Even if the plastic container says BPA free, I'd recommend avoiding it. It's okay to use the container for a short period of time, but get your food and water out of the plastic container as soon as you can, switch it to glass or stainless steel, and you'll be much better off and a lot healthier. And it's even more important, don't use plastic to hold your foods while reheating it. This makes things even worse. And don't, I'm serious, don't bring a plastic water bottle into a heated workout class or leave it in your hot car. The heat accelerates the plastic compounds to be leached into the water or the beverage you're drinking. It even comes down to the bottled water or I'm a huge fan of Pellegrino. I will do everything I have to do to make sure that I am not buying Pellegrino and we get it from costco in those plastic bottles i buy only glass and then with the flavored sparkling water i buy it only in a can so look out for bpa next up is something called e22 this is the birth control estrogenic main exposure is through birth control pills and reclaimed recycled water you heard it right reclaimed and recycled water. Here in Las Vegas we use reclaimed and recycled water and you better believe we spent almost $5,000 on a water filtration system of all of our water that comes into the house. Okay so men I know you will not be taking birth control pills but some of these posts are for any and all. So women if you're taking birth control pills it's just not a good idea. Secondly, with more than 60% of married women on the planet taking chemical contraceptives containing E22, they eventually get urinated out. That means it ends up in water and in drinking water and this is how we get overexposure and this is how, men, you can be exposed to E22. It's also in the water that's used for irrigating our lawns, gardens, and homes. So that is how E22 can can get into your fresh homegrown gardens. So continuing to use filtered water is best. It's hard to avoid and we do a great job with recycled and reclaiming water with cleaning the bacteria out. But there's no way that the companies and the the cities are going to spend the money to try to get the hormones out of the water. So, filter your water. Last and definitely not least, number 10 is phthalates. This is the plastic additive ingredient or estrogenic. So, the plastic additive estrogenic. Main exposures through plastics and personal care products. Your personal care products may contain phthalates, which are chemicals found in plastics and personal care products proven to be interfering with male and female hormone balance, production, and optimization. Just read the label and look for phthalate free. Did you know that phthalates are found in personal care products unless otherwise noted by the la- by the label and by the manufacturer? Yes. So, if they don't say that it's not in there, then it's in there. Also, phthalates are an additive. So, When it gets added to plastics, it's added to make it look better, like to make it clear so it's not cloudy because we are very visual and we want something that's clear instead of having a little bit of a cloud to it. So phthalates would be added to plastics to give them a crystal clear look. Europe has gone ahead and banned phthalate use in everything. U.S. continues to ignore them and use them widely. So there you have it the top 10 list to begin working to eliminate from your life with estrogenics. If you go to the website www.ewg.org, this is a website for the Environmental Working Group. This site can give you reliable and accurate information to substitute many of the estrogenics discussed today. Well. I hope you enjoyed Empower You Radio Show and all the information is useful to you and you can apply it to your life. I personally know myself and my family have benefited from eliminating these 10 products or compounds out of our life and the blood work proves it. Alright guys, thank you for listening to the show today. Have a great week. And as always, continue to tune in as we empower you through education. You have been listening to the Empower You Radio Show with Eric Gan. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us at empoweryouonlinecoaching.com and also on Facebook at Empower You Online Coaching. You can also find a great Instagram account at empower you underscore radio show.